There we go. So we'll give this a, oh, there we go. Give this a, a go here. All righty. All righty. Okay. Three, two. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Care Radio Program, What's Up America, as always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my next guest is Mr. Charles Phoenix, and mid-century pop culture expert Charles Phoenix is a performer, author, explorer, and collector celebrating classic and kitschy American life and style. He is known for his spirited live slideshow performances, classic car joyride videos, colorful coffee table books, and fun field trip tours. And he has appeared on Jay Leno's Garage, Martha Stewart, Conan, and the Queen Latifah show. And he was also a judge on Cake Wars Christmas and uh, the show nailed it. And uh, is a vintage appraiser for Storage Wars. And the New York Times uh, says, call him the king of retro and we'll do that. And we're so glad that Charles is here to talk since this is the holiday time and Christmas time. He has a book called Holiday Jubilee, which is a coffee table book, and I want to talk all about that, Charles, and before we get to that, I just want to really say that I love, love, love coffee table books. I remember being five, six years old. I know that, with, you know, always being able to read the books and, you know, barely being able to pick them up and always getting excited to read that, you know, the look at the pictures and all that. So we want to talk about this book. We do want to mention that this, you know, being a Christmas show, it's Christmas, but it's also got all the holidays. 4th of July and Thanksgiving, and it's got recipes and all sorts of di you know, different ideas. So first of all, how did you come up with the idea for this book? Well, I started collecting other people's old Kodachrome slides in about 1992, and I had done several books um, that contained some of my favorites, like Southern California in the 50s and Southern California Land and um, gosh, well, I can't even remember. Addicted to Americana was the one before this one. And, oh, Americana, Americana the Beautiful. So I had already done books filled with um, other people's old Kodachrome slides, the best of that I had been collecting like a crazy person for a while. And then, you know, it came time to do the holiday one. So this book, Holiday Jubilee, includes all the holidays, well, most of the holidays, not just, not just Christmas. Uh, of course, Christmas is our most photographed holiday and has by far the most traditions, obviously. So it takes up about half the book. But we also do New Year's. Uh, we do Valentine's. We do Fourth of July. Oh, Easter, um, Halloween, and of course, Thanksgiving. So there is a lot, a lot to cover in the realm of American pop culture when it comes to holiday traditions and holiday things. Right. And so you mentioned about the photographs. So these were photographs that you had or you c collected. You were mentioning the slides that you're talking about. These are slides, Kodachrome slides. Most of the images in my books are Kodachrome slides, um, which are far superior to any snapshot ever taken just because of the quality of the image, plus they're in color. So uh, the era that I cover in the book is, you know, mostly mid-century, 50s and 60s. Um, and little 70s. And then I also inserted some uh, wacky recipes that I made up as a result of looking at food in some of the vintage slides. So there are 21 original recipes in the book as well um, that are what I call, well, they're from the Charles Phoenix Test Kitchen. And 
One of them um, actually kind of got a cult following. It's a piped up cake that I invented in 12 years ago called the Chirpumpal. It's the turducken of desserts. It's a cherry, pumpkin, and apple pie. Chirpumpal, cherry, pumpkin, and apple. Those three pies baked into three layers of cake. The cherry in a white, the pumpkin in a yellow, and the apple in a spice. So it is a pie-stuffed cake, and uh, the chirpumple. And that is kind of the grand finale of the, the recipes in the book. But there's so much that we cover in the book, and it covers the United States. I mean, you said you were in Florida. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite images in the whole book is of a picture of a giant neon Santa Claus that spanned uh, the walkway. Well, it was it's like five stories tall, and it was um, on the uh, Sunshine Burdines or Burdines Fashions. It was a department store in Florida, downtown Miami, and they had this giant neon Santa every Christmas from 50 to 60. And uh, this thing was spectacular. Anyway, he's in it. I mean, it's a rare color photo. There's a lot of rare images of great traditions, uh, you know, from the mid-century era. And, you know, holidays are so retro. I mean, we really, you know, I mean, there's hardly anything we do in the realm of the holidays that's new. I mean, Christmas, really, there's little. I mean, one thing that we do that's kind of newish is the ugly Christmas sweater. I mean, that's kind of the new kid on the block. But most of our traditions are vintage. Holidays are so retro. Oh, so ugly Christmas sweaters didn't come in until till later then, huh? Yeah, they're like from the 90s, I think, oh, that wow. tradition got started, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it's a really fun book. It's very colorful. Holiday Jubilee is what I call it, and uh, it, it is a, a treasure trove. of It's a visual feast of colorful layouts and interesting, unique uh, ways to look at the holidays. I've got some Santa's Villages in here. Um, you know, those are kind of year-round theme parks that have that. You know, most of them are gone now, but several still exist. Um, I've got, uh, you know, as I said, there's recipes, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I had no idea until I researched it that uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, the first year, the first three years they did the balloons. I believe the balloons started, the inflatable started in about 27. And for the first three years at the end of the route, they let them go. And they would, like, you know, go off into, you know, who knows where they would wind up at someone's, you know, farm or something in Pennsylvania. And uh, they would give a reward for people who brought them back. So, I mean, can you imagine seeing one of those just let go? Right. <laughs> that would be uh, something. So, Charles, I wanted to talk a little bit, you know, that this is a coffee, you know, coffee table book and, you know, I, re I remember that, that, you know, that, you know, those, those memories. And uh, so, I mean, as far as you know, then that, that's something that's, did it ever leave, though, the idea of a, co a coffee table book? Oh, coffee table books. No, I mean, coffee table books, coffee table books still exist. Um, you know, just go to any gift shop or, you know, go online um, and search coffee table books. I mean, they're definitely out there. Um, you're you're a big fan of the coffee table book, obviously. You must yeah. have a big coffee table. Yeah, well, fair size. I mean, if people are wondering, like, what exactly is the coffee table book, I mean, typically they're full of photos. Um, my book, Holiday Jubilee, has, you know, over 500 images, um, and 499 of them are color. Um, and that's, that's pretty rare, considering it's all mostly vintage imagery. 
But, um, yeah, they're full of photos and, you know, usually with captions, uh, little side stories and stuff. But the bulk of the pages are photo-filled in coffee table books, and Holiday Jubilee is certainly no exception to that. Oh, and what's great uh, about this, Charles, is that, you know, people, you know, v you'll visit for the, the holidays, and then they can actually write down these recipes in their phone and, and that. Uh. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Um, they certainly can. So it's, it's an amazing, uh, it was an amazing process putting this book together and learning the backstories of all of the holiday traditions. And I mean, I don't tell all the backstories, but I tell many of the backstories. Like, where did Easter egg dye come from? And who, who started that? And where was the first, you know, outdoor light-up holiday display? I mean, it, it's kind of, it's mostly minded in the mid-century, and the images are from the mid-century, which are very colorful. But, you know, I do tell the backstories of things like, where did bubble Christmas lights come from? And, you know, just, just all kinds of stuff like that. So if you learn... And you get really inspired to celebrate. Oh, so, so yeah, so this is the, you know, like we said, the type of a book that uh, is all purpose. You know, you could, you could re re read it and, you know, come back to it. And it's, it's great, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's also fun for the whole family. I mean, it's very colorful. The kids like it because there's lots and lots of photos. The adults like it because it's like, you know, they can read and get a little of the, you know, backstory and side stories of some of our traditions, our holiday traditions. And uh, it, it's just a very entertaining, colorful, upbeat uh, celebration of our holiday culture. And there's never been another book like Holiday Jubilee. There's never been another book like it. There's not one that exists that kind of covers, you know, many of the bases of all the holidays that we celebrate in this country. And you know, I mean, for the most part, you know, a lot of these holidays morphed into, you know, uh, excuses for merchants to sell merchandise, uh, which, you know, is part of the fun of it all. And, you know, it's part of the humor in the book. But, um, you know, the, the book is colorful and fun-filled, I, but I do take it seriously. Um, the history I have great respect for, and, you know, I wanted to get all the facts straight about all the different things. And so, you know, it, it this book is like 25 years in the making. That's Holiday Jubilee took a long time. That's because, you know, I started collecting these images more than 30, more than 25 years ago. So it's 25 years worth of collecting found photography. And uh, it, it's something or rather, for sure. So, Charles, talking, you know, about this uh, holiday uh, jubilee, so you mentioned that you, you had, you know, a lot of the photos, but, I mean, as far as the, the research and a lot of the, the, the stories, I mean, did you already know a lot of those stories, you know, the stories, or did you have to do a lot of research in, in this? Or? Oh, every book you do requires tons of research. I mean, putting a book together, is, you know, researching history is, is a lot of work. It's a lot of time, but it's pleasurable. I mean, it's what I do. It's what I enjoy doing. Um, it, you know, basically, it's like putting a puzzle together, the puzzle pieces of history. And, you know, hopefully you can put it, the whole puzzle of the story together and, uh, you know, there's nothing missing. But, you know, it, it, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting pursuit, the, uh, the, the pursuit of history and, and, and storytelling. Um, it's, it's an interesting thing. I mean, it's not easy for me to write. I'm not like a fast writer or anything. So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of photos in this book, but there is a lot of writing as 
So for you, Charles, then, I mean, have you written other books about the holidays, or is this one the only one specifically then about, uh, like, holidays? No, this is the only book I've ever done of the holidays, and it's probably the only book I ever will do of the holidays. Um, uh, the last book I did was called Addicted to Americana, and it is a very similar coffee table format with hundreds and hundreds, more than 500 images. And it kind of traces, you know, theme parks and transportation and, and uh, shopping and, you know, just all kinds of things. I mean, Americana, you know, it's the, our culture is so vast and so rich with imagery and product, productivity. So it's, it's uh, a lot to cover. Um, I'm especially interested, uh, and the book reflects it only in part, but I'm especially interested in um, classic cars. I grew up on a used car lot in Southern California in the 60s and 70s, and I've always been crazy about that era of cars. So I, I collect cars myself and, you know, really, really enjoy, um, you know, treasure hunting for the finest low-mileage original cars I can find and, and visiting collections all over. But, you know, there are treasures. There's vintage treasures all over. The Addicted to Americana book that I did has a lot of vintage neon signage in it. Uh, many of these... Um, places still stand. A lot of other interesting places. The story of Disneyland is in it. Uh, there's all kinds of, there's bowling alleys and fast food stands and donuts and all, all pop culture fun stuff. Fast food. I mean, you know, we invented fast food in the United States. We invented so many things. So I just love to celebrate it. And the mid-century era of it all is just so so loaded, 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 loaded. I mean, then uh, in the 50s and 60s and 70s, I mean, things changed every year. Cars changed, fashion changed. You know, just it was it was a retail frenzy happening. I mean, remember stores? Remember like Main Street with yeah. shop windows and shopping malls and yeah. all that kind of stuff? I mean, it was a frenzy, and everyone was on a shopping spree. Right. So yeah. it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to cover. It is a lot to cover, but it's what I do. It's what I'm passionate about and what I'm continuing to do. And, um, you know, I did a, I did a, uh, a vintage, uh, uh, I did a holiday show online. Um, and that's available on my website, charlesphoenix.com, as is the book holiday. Both the book holiday Jubilee and Addicted to Americana are both available. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm very passionate about what I do. I love it. And, uh, you know, I keep it upbeat. Um, I keep it, you know, very celebratory, everything that I do, because that's kind of the tone of what I'm going for, that we need to celebrate and acknowledge our, you know, pop culture history. So, Charles, I wanted to ask you, you know, about these recipes. You mentioned that they're, you know, original re recipes you made in your test kitchen, but are they kind of vintage-style recipes? or? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I use only heritage brand name products. For example, the Chirpumple that I mentioned, the Pie Step Cake at Sara Lee Cakes and Betty Crocker Cake Mix. Uh, I do another one for New Year's Eve. It's fried cereal, but I call it fried confetti because it's New Year's which uh, is basically Fruit Loops and Lucky Charms and Apple Jacks and Sugar Pops and a couple of other of the puff cereals, um, the classic puff cereals, um, all, all uh, sautéed in butter. And it's absolutely delicious. There's a 
a uh, meatloaf of rats for Halloween with a giant squeeze bottle of, uh, well, the contents of a giant squeeze bottle of ketchup inside, Heinz ketchup. So, uh, yeah, uh, there's a layered party, a layered party pudding with Twinkies and Ho-Hos that I call Twink and Ho. It has Cool Whip and Jell-O brand pudding. And so, yeah, I'm all about some heritage brand names and, you know, knowing how old these products are and where they came from. And I just love all that stuff. I mean, everything on the store shelf, I mean, all the vintage heritage products that have been there for decades and the new ones too, I guess, but they all have a story. So, you know, Tony the Tiger, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm very interested in all these, all the iconography of it all. Right. So, I mean, as far as the recipes go, then they're, uh, mainly Christmas, or they're all the holidays, or all the holidays get a recipe. Uh, some get more than one. Um, there's it's it's quite quite a quite an array of recipes for Halloween. I have a, a watermelon. Uh, I, I suggest a watermelon decorating contest where we put a, a hat on a Uncle Sam hat on uh, a watermelon and put a face of fruit and vegetables on there while we're waiting for. Uh, the fireworks to come, have a, a, a decorating contest, a watermelon decorating contest. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of things. There's uh, candy cake. There's cookie stuffed cake. Uh, there's, I mean, they all go with just the different holidays. But it's, it's a real fest. Uh, Holiday Jubilee is a real fest. I talk about the history of Halloween costumes. Um, when we were kids, the Halloween costumes came in a box. You got them at the Five and Dime or at the drugstore or whatever. I talk about the history of those. I mean, it just goes on and on the candy, you know, when did the candy, when did the holidays adopt candy? Uh, it was just so many stories to learn when I was researching this book. I mean, the story of, of uh, cranberries for Thanksgiving, ocean spray, and, you know, that jelly cranberry in the can, the sort of leaning or laying, leaning or laying. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing in this book. There's the crazy candy cane cake which is a beautiful cake. So it's, it's fun. It's fun. Um, but it's also, you know, it has a festive, a very festive feel to it. There's a how to float a, float a Christmas tree in a swimming pool. So it's a great gift book is what it is. And it really gets you in the mood to celebrate, for sure. And Charles, have you float, floated a Christmas tree in a pool? Have you uh, tried it? Or? I have not. I have not, but I found somebody who has, and we did it again this year. Um, yeah, so it, it's uh, instructions on how to float a, a, a Christmas tree in a swimming pool, and we can do that in California. I mean, the only thing you have to worry about is a high wind, a high gust of wind knocking it over, but that's it. So, yeah, we can do that. We don't, you know, I mean, I'm in Southern California. We can drive to the snow, um, you know, it takes me where I live. I've got mountains. In 30 minutes, I'm in, in snow, when it snows. Um, but there's no snow on the mountains now. But I can go to the beach in 30 minutes, and I can go to the mountains with snow in 30 minutes on the same day. Oh, wow. Uh, so, uh, Charles, yeah, we are mentioning that, uh, you know, you could get this uh, book then uh, at your w website then. Yes, charlesphoenix.com. Uh, that's where you can get the book. You can also order a link to watch the the uh, video version that I made live, a live show that I that I uh, archived on video. That's available uh, for a link to purchase to watch it uh, on demand. Holiday Jubilee show, uh, which is a lot of fun as well. 
very dedicated to, uh, you know, pushing all this information forward to the next generation and, and uh, you know, reminding people who live through it uh, of it. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's a whole new generation now, and, you know, they don't know about a lot of this stuff, so they need to know about it. So that's why I do this. So Charles, the so the show is similar to to the book, or it's got the same information, or it does. The, the Holiday Jubilee Watch on Demand video, which is a live performance that I did. I mean, I'm a live performer. I mean, my main stock and trade is doing live shows where I I, I do basically uh, what you'll call what I call a supercharged slideshow, um, and I I give commentary to slides and tell stories while I project these you know, vintage images. Um, but in the case of today's world, all my shows were canceled, so I decided to take it online. So I did, and uh, I did it live on YouTube, the Holiday Jubilee Show Live, and now it's been archived and it's available on my website as a watch on demand. So people can watch it. Uh, the link will be up to watch until January 1st. So it, it's a lot of fun, and it is based on the book Holiday Jubilee. So that's, that's fun. I'm, I'll be doing, the next show I'll be doing is the Addicted to Americana slideshow, which is based on my last book. Now that everything changed, we've got to go digital. Right. Uh, yeah, you got to go uh, digital. So, I mean, is there a, a version then of this book digitally? or? Yeah. Well, it's my live show. It's a performance. It's a show, okay. Mm -hmm. It's a performance, yeah. So that's the digital version. Okay, okay, uh, Charles. Uh, so we wanted to let everyone you know about you know like we mentioned all the things you do, and one of the things is our one of our Christmas shows that you were a judge on Cake Wars Christmas. Do they still do that? Or? You know, I don't know if they do. I mean, I I don't think they do Cake Wars anymore. I was on it for two uh, two seasons. And I was a judge on Cake Wars on the Food Network. And, you know, they still do the, there's different shows. They call them different things. It's a very similar format where teams um, compete to make, you know, sweet things, sweet spectacles, party centerpieces or whatever. Um, but that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I was pretty surprised when I got there as a judge that there's virtually zero cheating I mean, you know, I don't know how they produce those shows, but they are real. They are real. I mean, the people are doing that in real time. And, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but I was very impressed with the process of producing those shows. They do it very efficiently and very quickly. And it takes a lot of people behind the scenes um, to do those shows. So I was on Cake Wars and I was on Nailed It. And I've been a or on, uh, I was also on uh, Storage Wars. That was a lot of fun. I was on with Barry White, and people love Barry White. He was wonderful to work with. Uh, a lot of fun. A barrel of Monkeys, just like he is on the air. That's an old expression, a Barrel of Monkeys. Um, <laughs> do you remember that expression, Mike? I do, actually. I yeah, do. no one says it anymore, but I just said it. Oh, no, that's... That's great. So I wanted to talk. I was, you know, I was watching some of your uh, joy, joy, joy ride videos. Uh, I don't want to say getting distracted, but you know, while I was trying to research, you know, you there, but they're really good. Can you tell us to our audience what exactly you do with the joy ride videos? 
Well, I have a little series on YouTube called Joyride, and I, I basically, um, you know, take a classic car, a space-age classic car from the 50s or 60s, and I show all the details of it and show, you know, what makes it interesting and unique. Um, these cars, back in the day, the Buicks and Oldsmobiles and Mercury's and Chevrolet's and Ford's and Lincoln's and Plymouth's and DeSoto's and Chrysler's and Imperial's, all those kind of cars, Studebaker's, they all had so many, you know, interesting and unique details uh, to each car, and they all look different. And every year or two or three, they would completely change, and the car would, you know, it, it would be very different from the way it was before. So it's just such a different world we live in now. Um, you know, things were so optimistically styled um, in that era, especially the cars. I mean, they, these were the machines that were going to take you, you know, take you on into the glorious future of prosperity and the standard of living flying high and, you know, a great mood. You know, I mean, they were, they were really, you know, decorating the American highway, the American streets, the American driveways and garages. Like, they were spectacular rocket ship styled cars of the late 50s and early 60s. I mean, I'm very dedicated to, you know, documenting them. And, uh, you know, I, I've collected a few over the years, actually many over the years, and I've enjoyed them greatly. I find it a lot of fun to uh, look for the best examples that survive. I think that they're very special. And they're very underrated, really. Very underrated. Oh, great. Uh, okay, uh, Charles. So one question I want, wanted to ask you, you know, one of the things that you do is you're, you know, mid-century, you know, pop culture expert, you know, and, you know, you, you know, that's, that's your life. That's what you use studying of 50s and 60s. But my question is, do you think that, you know, maybe in 50, 60 years, anybody will be, you know, a, a cultural expert on what's going now? You think we've got, you know, a certain, you know, culture that's that that's unique or with the best times the olden times well that's a very good question and it's a question that people ask me all the time i mean every era there's something interesting about every era for sure um and and the current era that we're living in you know sure there's all kinds of stuff to document um i'm not really that's not my job but um and i don't really think about it too much at all um but Sure. I mean, there's, there's somebody for every era. There's somebody documenting every era, every culture, every art movement, every creative movement, every engineering movement, every medical movement. I mean, everything's being documented. We, I mean, documentarians, historians are born every day. It's not everybody, um, but it, there is a, you know, it, it's a certain portion of the population um, from the beginning of time, well, maybe, I don't know, beginning of time, I, I'm getting a little grand, but I mean, from, you know, all the eras, there's people that save, the savers, the, uh, the, the, the note takers, you know, um, the documentarian and, you know, the mid-century, mid-century American pop culture is an explosion, second in scale only to the big bang, really. Um, I mean, never before had a society so cleverly fashioned such a supercalifragilisticexpialidocious array and display of productivity and, you know, quality goods. Um, it was, I mean, it was a feeding frenzy. I mean, the, the manufacturers 
you know, left to left to the. Uh, I mean, they 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 were there. Just the stuff was just pouring out of the factories, and as it poured out of the factories, it poured into the shops, and people poured in and just bought, bought, bought. Consumerism was. I mean, it's still huge, but you know, it was also an era of quality merchandise. And you know, I don't really get into the whole made in the USA versus not. But, you know, most of it was made in the USA. Um, so, you know, it's the quality goods that were made to last. I mean, look at those old cars. They're solid metal. You know? So, yeah. anyway, it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, there's, there's wonderful stuff about every era. But I happen to favor and be interested in documenting mid-century post-war American life and style. And I'm not saying it was great for everybody. Um, like every era, it had its problems. But when it comes down to product design and ingenuity and uh, engineering and, uh, you know, just kind of the overall arc of consumerism and, and, and product, it's pretty darn interesting what we what came out of our factories. I mean, just look at the cars, for example. They're extravaganzas of design. Right. Every it's one of them. Exactly. Okay, Charles. You know, I really, you know, appreciate your your time, and we want to wish you a very uh, happy holidays. And I want to, you know, let everyone know about the, you know, the book uh, once again, Holiday Jubilee, and they could get that on your 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 website. So you're so you're on you have a website, and you're on Facebook and all that social media. Huh? I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Charles Phoenix. Just search Charles Phoenix, and when you get to the when it looks colorful and you see cars, vintage cars with fins, you'll know that's me. Oh. Yes, and the website is charlesphoenix.com. Okay, and before we go, is there any other upcoming projects or anything you're working on you could tell us about? I'll tell you what I'm working on right now is, is you know, promoting my product that I currently have, which is Holiday Jubilee and the Holiday Jubilee Watch On Demand Live Performance. That's what I'm working on now. That's the job. Promoting these, yeah. promoting these. It's a gig. It definitely is. So, well, thank you so much, Mike, for inviting me as your guest. I'm delighted to uh, talk to you, and I wish you a Merry Christmas as well. Okay, that uh, sounds good. My guest has been Charles Phoenix, and you've been listening to the Mike Care Radio Program. What's up, America? And please catch us again next time. Okay, we got it. That sounds.